0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephyrd only on 101.9 High FM. Last week, Holocaust survivor Ella Blumenthal wrote an extremely poignant open letter to Instagram anti-Semite Simon Creel. Simon, if you remember correctly, uh, posted some pro-Nazi and anti-Jewish views. Two weeks back, Reverend Houston was my guest to talk about anti-Semitic traditions in Christianity. He joins me again today to talk about Mrs. Blumenthal's letter and the lessons we can learn from it. Reverend Houston is the canon theologian for the Anglican Diocese of Natal and rector of St. Agnes Church, which is just outside Durban. Reverend, welcome back.
1: Thank you very much. Good to be back.
0: Reverend, both of us were extremely moved by Ella Blumenthal's um, letter. It was an open letter. It was first um, the, the Sunday Times, Jeff Wick's, Wrote an article in the Times, uh, and in which he had asked her to comment on Simon's um, comments. Mm. Uh, it's an incredibly beautiful letter, uh, uh, Reverend. Um, sh- do you have it? Shall I read it?
1: I, I, I have it. I do. She, you she, want to read? She's, she's my new hero. What an incredible <laughs> woman and, 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 and moving letter. Amazing.
0: Peter, do you want to read the letter just to, so we're all on the same page?
1: I can do that. Begins. Um, Dear Simone, I was so saddened to hear your comments. Saddened because I was about your age in 1945 when I was liberated from that pit of hill that called Bergen Belsen. I had lost everything that I ever had. I had lost almost everyone that I had ever loved. I, like millions of others, had fallen victim to the vicious propaganda machine the Nazis relied on to advance their evil agenda. Today today they call propaganda fake news, but it's the same thing, and it is no less virulent or dangerous. Simone, the link you saw was fake news. It was a lie. I know this because I lived the truth, and I have carried it with me in my heart for more than seven decades. You see, Simone, you can never forget what I saw, what I endured, and what I survived. I'm sad because like me, you too were a victim of lies that seek to breed hatred and disgust, lies that seek to divide us and make us fearful of one another. I'm also angry, not at you, but at those who still seek to make others the victims of their own fear. Simone, I'm 98 years old. And if I have learned one thing, it is that to live as a victim of fear is to live in pain. I do not wish this on you any more than I wish it on myself. I would love to meet with you when circumstances permit. Maybe I will tell you my story and you will tell me yours. I know we will learn that far more unites us than divides us. And maybe together, Simone, we will find a way to shine light into our fractured world. I send you my love. Ella Blumenthal. Um,
0: Reverend, I... Got goosebumps the first time I read it And I got goosebumps again now When you are reading it Because it is so meaningful and so poignant And I think the discussion today is around words Words and their meaning
1: Absolutely There's such a contrast here between Ella's beautiful words And words that affirm a common humanity And words that are all about light and life despite the darkness, and and Simone's words that are about division and hate and uh, create darkness and words that undermine uh, a common humanity, and uh, in this case, particularly the, the humanity of Jews. We, we we spoke previously about anti-Semitism always portraying the other as a... a, a, a and, uh, less than human. The, the Jews have been portrayed uh, in the church and in society and uh, in Simone's words as being corrupt, uh, deserving of a place in hell, I think were her words. And, and, and it's just the, the, the contrast between the words that bring life, uh, Ella's incredible words and Simone's, can't help but say, w- which would I rather shape our reality?
0: Reverend, do you know what struck me about Ella is when when you are faced with comments by Simon, and I know when I first saw them, um, I, w- I was shocked. I was horrified. Maybe I felt a bit of pity for Simon. Maybe I felt a lot of anger. But my response would have been very different to that of Ella's. I would have maybe called her ignorant. I would have maybe called her anti-Semitic. A lot of words would have come to mind. What was amazing for me is that Ella was very kind and very compassionate and very caring in her response. And that for me was also a lesson in and of itself.
1: Would not have been as gracious as Ella. Um, (laughs) The thoughts and words that came to my mind wouldn't have shone light (laughs) in a fractured world. Um, I wanted to rant and to rave and to jump up and down and to shout. Um, So her example is just incredible.
0: Reverend, maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself and your um, introduction into the Anglican Church.
1: I've always been interested uh, how words shape um, our experiences. And, uh, and one, of, one, one of the articles, one of the few articles um, that picked up on, on Simone's uh, story was saying, you know, does it constitute hate speech? Um, because it's not direct incitement to, to violence or to action. And I, I have sat with that for ages because, um, I've had personal experience of, of being bullied, um, on, on a playground or bullied at school, at, at primary school. Um, and, and the words that were used, uh, Undermine my common humanity the, the 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 taunts the the social isolation being um, while the, the the words were just taunts uh, they 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 had actions attached to them that weren't directly you know put out there by the bully, but suddenly I found myself uh, on the receiving end of, of actions in a in, in school um being picked last for the 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 soccer team and things like that so uh, I always worry when 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 the arguments used, but you know nothing direct was being said um, uh, by Simone. No direct incitement. But but when words run down another person or another group, there, there's always actions that come with that. Um, and and that that early experience in, in my life is something I, I've uh, brought with me into my Anglican ministry. Um, When I see the the power of words to to tear down and destroy, I want to say, no, 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 wait, because what comes after words are are, are the actions, um, and actions that are are detrimental to to an individual person or to a a group of people or or to, in this case, anti-Semitism, to to, to the Jews. Um, So I I, I carry with that. Uh, It's it's one of the things that... um, I suppose sensitize me uh, coming to be an Anglican priest. Um, w- wanted to find a way that we we can use words to to build up and and, and not not destroy. Um, be, being sensitive of of the narratives we have, um, we we conscious of this in South Africa. The the, the racism narrative, uh, or white against black, um, the apartheid narrative. It's it's a similar thing that gets played out again and again. Or, one group using language that says this other groups they they're not like us they're not human they they're subhuman in some way um, and and so I mean back to Ella the, the, just she gives an incredible uh, example and and points to how we can speak in a way that that brings life and and actually her her closing some uh, paragraph a, a light in a fractured world she's shown us. What, what that would look like. Um, and, uh, that, that's, that's really, you know, part of my desires and Anglican ministers to, to be, uh, someone who helps, uh, bring, they or shine light in, in our fractured world.
0: And did you grow up in
1: Well, that's a long story and we don't have enough time. Uh, I, I was born in, in Edenvale. And I uh, uh, have lived in many places and, and different places around the world. So <laughs> it's the interview is too short.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. Look, uh, me, I, in Natal. I think you're definitely moving in the right direction. Uh, no offense, of course, to all my friends who come to meet me. It's
1: ah, just that
0: I'm president of
1: Tal. One place I've traveled is to Israel, and uh, I went to um, Yad Vashem. I've been there a couple of times. Um and the, the most moving experience, I mean the whole experience was moving, but going to the Children's Memorial at Yad Vashem just was incredibly powerful for me. And uh, if, if here is on to, uh, don't know the, the Children's Memorial, you, you, you enter into the space which is just utter darkness and a memorial candle has been lit that is then reflected in, uh, a number of mirrors that you end up seeing millions of pinpricks of light, of stars. And it's a memorial to the one and a half million Jewish children that were, were murdered in the Holocaust. Um, and I was just struck by, by Ella referencing the Holocaust and what she lost um she, she keeps those stories alive and she keeps the, the, the light, those pinpricks of stars shining in, in the darkness. Um and by inviting to, inviting to say, let me hear your story, let's share our stories, it, it, it just is provides a way for how we can engage with one another. um and how we can bring to the surface our, our common humanity. Um, so I hope, I hope someone read that letter. I'd be interested to know if she's responded to Ella and taken up the invitation to, to have a cup of tea post COVID and, and share stories.
0: To the best of my knowledge, um, Reverend, no, Simone has apologized for her comments. She has not reached out. She has shown no regret. And I know this case will carry on going legal and certainly will keep our community informed of all the stages as and when it happens. But, um, you know, the the Jewish Board of Deputies is a founding member of the South African Hate Crimes Working Group. And it was a a body that was initiated after the xenophobic violence in 2008. And we sit together with refugees in this country, with faith groups um, and with um, LGBTI communities, because we all firmly believe that what starts with words ends in actions, and that's why we are part of the group that are wanting the government to implement a hate crimes bill because we feel that that is a necessity in this country at the moment. Um I, don't know I, th- I think that's coming. an
1: incredibly important thing you said. Uh, w- things that start with words end in actions, and, and and you are absolutely right. You look at the Rwandan genocide, Hutus calling tutus, cockroaches, snakes, and vermin. W- 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 what actions linked? To that, when you've called someone a cockroach or a snake, you, you stamp on cockroaches, you kill snakes, or, or an xenophobic vi- uh, violence in South Africa. The same idea of cockroaches, that was a, a term used for foreigners from across the border, or query query. The words shape uh, 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 the space for, for good actions and, and bad actions. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that body exists and, and uh, is, is working for, for the same cause.
0: Previous guest, um, just before I chatted to you, I chatted to Notiwan One at Lord Law, and he is from Zimbabwe, from Matabele land, and, uh, they are still looking for restorative justice about a genocide that nobody talks about, and that is, of course, the, the Ndebele massacre. So we have a lot of work to do, but, um, maybe by highlighting Ella Blumenthal's beautiful, poignant letter that I think you've analyzed absolutely spot on beautifully, perfectly, we can bring more light into the world and um, help educate. Not, not educate, that's patronizing, but help. Um, um, you give me the words, Reverend.
1: Help us create a space where we, we share our stories and in our storytelling come to recognize ourselves and each other. I think when we lose sight, that we, they're, they're the fingerprints of God, the divine image across all of humanity. We that, that, that's when we we set ourselves up for running down a group or seeking to exterminate a people. Um, we we don't see ourselves in the other.
0: Thank you very much, and thank you, Reverend, once again for joining me and um. Well, sure let me just say, it,
1: if, if Simone doesn't take up Ella's invitation, I, I will post post lockdown. <laughs> Love to have a cup of tea. <laughs>
0: kind of woman that you would like to meet and her daughter Evelyn has told me that they ha- are making a documentary on her, uh, of her life. I look forward to certainly watching that documentary and um, she is an incredible woman.
1: Lovely. Well, it's, it's great being able to connect again.
0: Thank you very much. That was um, Reverend Peter Houston joining me once again. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye-bye.